1: It's Lee Salisbury here. Welcome to a brand new series, season six of Soap from the Box, the TV behind the scenes podcast where we speak to the biggest stars of EastEnders, Coronation Street, Home and Away, Neighbours, Emmerdale and Hollyoaks. I go beneath the surface of what life is like on set and off set with some of TV's biggest stars. I'm going to shut up and leave you with this week's first brand new spanking episode. Enjoy. Enjoy. My guest today rose to prominence when he played Thomas in Russell T Davies' critically acclaimed Cucumber. Since then, his small screen takeover has continued, bagging himself two, maybe more, award nominations, playing Ethan Williams in Hollyoaks in a story that is set to get bigger and bigger. This quote says enough about what's happened so far. Ethan split from Sienna as she pursued Rafe, who was then murdered on his wedding day by his actual wife, Dilly. Dilly was then revealed to be Sienna's sister and whilst in hiding with some help from Ethan has been plagued by visions of a dead dad. Let's get to the bottom of all of this. Ethan himself, Matthew James Bailey, joins me. Hello, mate.
0: Hello, mate. How are you doing? That was a lovely intro as well. What a lovely, lovely little thing there for
1: me. Thank you very much. And I mean, the quotes of I mean, obviously, as we know, Hollyoaks is amazing with its storylines. And that quote kind of says it all. It's been that that I mean, that's
0: basically what's happened, isn't it? Yeah, do you know what? I just feel like, you know, with Hollyoaks, it's just, it's always drama, 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 drama. It it never stops. I mean, you're constantly on the edge of your seat here. I mean, even as actors now as well, we're just like, you know, what is next? (laughs) So Yeah, it's pretty exciting times. That's the exciting thing in Hollyoaks, I think, when I drink to because
1: the other soaps move a bit slower. Hollyoaks moves like a lightning pace and actually you just never know what's the next, because the blocks go so quickly. You just basically never know what's going to be in your next block, do you?
0: Well, this is the thing. Like, it's, just, it's just it is. It really is like blink and you'll miss it kind of stuff. So, you know, it's just, it's just such a privilege to be part of that, you know. So let's start with you
1: before we get to Hollyoaks, because it was hard to find out much about you, Matthew himself. Yeah. So quick fire uh, questions here. Town you grew up.
0: So I grew up in a little village called North Weald. I was actually born. Well, I was actually born in London, in North London. I, I grew up in Barnet for a little bit um And then moved to lovely Essex and grew up and spent the rest of my kind of childhood in a little village in Essex called North Wield. Amazing. Place. There we go. Favorite school subject? Oh, do um, you know what? I'm going to say, oh, this is hard actually. I'm going to say art. I
1: thought you were going to say art. I thought, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? That's a, that's, that's Do yeah, not... You know
0: what? I'm, I'm awful at drawing. Terrible absolutely terrible but I think that's the subject where I could just talk the most you know
1: (laughs) yeah I loved art because the room was amazing at our school it was like this massive white room and the teachers are always really cool in art I think
0: I know they are and you could just see how much more talented everyone else is than you it's great yeah I was terrible (laughs) I still had
1: memories of this like still life of a bowl of fruit I did which was just the worst thing you've ever seen and I think I got like an A for it I think she was just feeling really sorry for me yeah just that kind of
0: sympathy A you know yeah I don't think I ever got an A in art. So you, you've taught me there. Like,
1: well, I think, but it made me feel worse because it was like, I know, you know, it's like
0: kind of, yeah, no. Anyway, uh, favourite school dinner. Favourite <laughs> school dinner. That, you know what, it's not a dinner, but that tiny little cake that they had with loads of sprinkles on, you know, the, all the white or pink. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, did you
1: used to have the lump, the like the ice cream scoop of mashed potato with a lump in the middle? Or were you a bit
0: better than that? My, <laughs> no, mine was just pure custard, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure that combo <laughs> really works, but, you know. Our, uh, oh, no, no. I, no. I mean, out. the
1: potato's not with the cake. I mean, I'm talking about just another thing at school. Like, when we had mashed potato, they basically used to serve it up with an ice cream scoop, but they used to always be, for some reason, a massive lump in the middle. It was like, how is that happening?
0: Yeah, huge lump or massive crack.
1: You yeah, know. like,
0: how does that work? Uh First date first date um i first date i think was to the cinema actually yeah, and obvi- I think obviously it was to see, yeah but it was to see paranormal activity and it was a wow. terrible time because i didn't i didn't sleep for like at least four weeks afterwards and now i still can't watch horror films oh really <laughs> that's that's put you off for life yeah just absolutely traumatic experience how old were you on your um, first date oh um i must have been about
1: See, so uh, probably in- like 12 12 We'll see, so you snuck into the cinema to see that then
0: I know. I, what well, was it? A twelve? I don't know. I think. That, you
1: know, oh, surely that can't be a twelve. Maybe. Yeah. I, maybe it was then because they didn't really care as much then. Um they didn't care. When did you know
0: what you wanted to do? Do you know what I knew? So my dad um, was always in like banking and everything else like that, and there was a point. You know, I, I was at school and I was kind of like, "What do I do with my life?" I mean, I guess I'll just follow my dad's footsteps. And I, I remember studying. Um, you know, a lot of business at school and a lot of, um, uh, like uh, government and politics and things like that. And, but I'd always had like a massive interest in films. It was, I used to stay up so late and just watch everything I could. And I remember one night I was like, do you know what, I'll, I'll bang on the Oscars. And I remember watching <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis win for Lincoln. Uh, and I was like, do you know what? I, that's, it just, I don't know. It kind of called for me. And I was like, that is what I want to do. Dropped out of sixth form, um, went to college, studied acting, just worked, you know, my ass off for it. And then kind of, yeah, just kind of got into it straight out of college. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right is it, yeah, you managed to do it. And what did your parents think of that then?
1: Were they wanting you to be the next banker of the family or uh, <laughs> were they quite happy?
0: Do you know what? I, I'm I'm so lucky with the family I have. Like, they're the most supportive human beings of all time. Like, every award show, they're always there in the audience screaming their heads off. Um, and they're honestly, they're the most supportive people. And my dad being... The Super America man of years was like, you know what, man? You gotta go out and you gotta get whatever you want, and it's gonna be great. Amazing. So, yeah. And when was your
1: first professional audition?
0: My okay, so my first ever professional audition was I was still in college, managed to get myself an agent, and my first ever audition was actually for cucumber. Oh wow, um, that's amazing. Yeah. So
1: you got your yeah. first job, you got your job from your first audition. Yeah,
0: and I remember thinking to myself, like, "Oh my god, this is this is super easy." And then yeah, what easy in. career? <laughs> <laughs> the reality kicked in quite quick, and I remember, to be fair, that audition was hilarious because I remember going in, and the casting director um, was like, "I just, you know, I'm just going to need you to lip sync now to Katy Perry," and I was like, is this oh, "Wow." How all the audition's got? <laughs>
1: yeah. Why did you have to lip-sync to Katy Perry? I have to say, I have to admit, I haven't seen... I've seen Banana and I haven't seen Cucumber. I must watch it. Um, was there lip-syncing involved? Or was that just, you know, like, to see how you... just, for um, just for fun. Just for fun. I suppose that out. was the, yeah, fear-like
0: tactic of the director. Yeah. No, it was just so there was actually a lip-syncing scene. I think we lip-synced to Katy Perry. Oh, right, um, okay. There we go, then. I kissed the girl. And it, so it did make sense. I wasn't just being humiliated for no reason. but <laughs> But... Yeah, that was why. So there's a little lip-sync scene in it, and that was part of the audition. And you know, all those years of lip-syncing in the mirror are clearly paid off.
1: Yeah, yeah, because lip-syncing is harder than it, harder than it seems actually. Let's talk about cucumber. What I didn't realise, um, and this is a little bit rude, but obviously we know mm. it's rude. Did you know where the name comes from?
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. And for anyone listening, you know,
1: it's cu- that- cucumber, banana, and tofu are the series, and they're all based on the study into the male erection and the hardness <laughs> scale brilliant and that's when <laughs> Russell T. Davis said that's when he knew he had his show I mean I love that absolutely I mean he
0: is a genius to be fair to him like everything he's that man incredible in a, yeah it just turns to gold he's just fantastic I mean we're still in touch now it's great and obviously you know he gave me my debut and everything like I owe quite a lot to that man so yeah it's just it was a fantastic fantastic experience like had you, had you watched
1: had you watched any of his work before you did it I mean you obviously probably you obviously knew who he was
0: yeah, so I knew. So obviously, like I was watching a lot of Doctor Who when I was growing up, and then um, uh, I wasn't really familiar with you know kind of that side of his work. And then obviously before I got the role, like had a quick look at like Queer as Folk and things like that.
1: Which um... is incredible. That's what an amazing. He can't actually believe that series was on when it was. Do you know what I mean it was so groundbreaking that show?
0: Exactly, and it's, that's what I mean. But he he has this knack of just doing you know groundbreaking stuff every single time he does it. And then he obviously followed it up with it's a sin, which was also phenomenal um yeah it's just you know he's an unbelievable guy to work with and, and just learn from to be honest
1: and so what a first job i take it it was a bit racy cucumber did you have a, a did you have some racy scenes Racy, i sound, I sound like an old pensioner.
0: <laughs> yeah no i did i remember um there was a scene in it where you know that game of nervous Do you ever play that game
1: it was uh... uh, no. a is that the one where you shake, where it shakes into the where if you're holding the thing and you shake
0: no, so, no. again, a bit more racy than that. Oh, so right. is, okay, no what's nervous. Thing. So, um, I think it's where someone would just put their hand on your thigh and then they'd slowly move up and up and up and up and up. And <laughs> right. You, nervous, you would say nervous, and that was the scene in the show. Um, so that was pretty well, racy. Pr-
1: I've never heard of that guy. Oh my God, right, that's this weekend. Everyone, we around, everyone around the country is going to be, <laughs> sorry, my dog's even excited about this. Um, everyone's
0: going to be Wednesday. playing nervous. Go on, sorry, go on. <laughs> but, no, yeah, that was pretty much the, the scene. I remember having to, you know, me as like a what, 18, 17, 18, um, having to stand there in my boxers completely, you know, just in my boxers, completely vulnerable on national TV, playing a game, nervous. But, you know. Yeah, that's quite a long job because, again, obviously, we talk about
1: these things on it, like people out there listening. Obviously, there's like, it's not like there's just a few of you there. It's like a crew of 60 on set. Oh, yeah. It's it's intimidating when you have to do things like that,
0: isn't it? It is blinding lights in your face, and you're like, How's this gonna look? My nan's gonna watch this. I you know. know. <laughs> did they watch it? Did you what did your family think? They did. I remember sitting there watching. You didn't it. sit. Um, did you sit there watching it with them? Yeah, I did. I oh remember going, Oh ah. god. <laughs> oh no. And I was like, someone did offer to actually buy those boxes, mum. But you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my mum would be going, Why did you wear those boxes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately I didn't have a choice, but you know, there there they were really amazing really well that
1: was that was that was cucumber and then so what happened after did ha- did did you kind of because it was your first audition and you got it did you kind of have that feeling of like right this is it hollywood here i come and did you kind of then start to audition and didn't get stuff or what what was the what was the gap between cucumber and Hollyoaks? what happened in between
0: yeah so it's exactly that you know you, you kind of get lured into this full sense of confidence especially yeah, which in the right, yeah yeah, we are like, Do you know what, this is it. Like, I've made it. And, you know, I went on a nice string of jobs after that. There was a few uh, pieces here and there. And then, obviously, you get called in for, for like, big, big auditions. You're in big rooms. You're like, wow, this is this is where I need to be. And then, obviously, you don't hear back from those jobs. And then, all of a sudden, you start to feel that kind of sense of rejection. You're like, oh, this is the real world here. This is yeah. where things get hard. Um, and I was lucky, again, did a nice couple of jobs, like little jobs here and there. And then I decided to travel for a little bit i decided you know what um i'm going to take a little break out from this um and you know just just go and find myself <laughs> yeah the whole yeah. cliche thing and i i went off to australia Amazing. Um, yeah for two years then did, did new zealand for a year after that Oh my and, wow amazing yeah yeah managed to get a couple jobs out there as well which is really nice and then i came back obviously just in the midst of covid um <laughs> oh, great what did you yeah, do over there, I, by the way? What did you do? What jobs did you do over there? I was just traveling around. I mean, You didn't do Neighbours? You know, <laughs> I, did, I didn't do Neighbours, no. And then um, just traveling around a lot. And then but actually prior to that, I did have an experience on Hollyoaks where I played a character called Jake. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's just before I went traveling, actually. And so I was always in touch with Peter Hunt, the casting director. Um, and then, yeah, went traveling, came back in the midst of covid um, obviously, you know, just went back into a trade which my trade had always been like um, landscaping. Oh, okay. That bit. And then Hollyoaks came knocking, um, and then did a. You know, I, I thought, you know, what? Now's the time probably to get back into this. And you know, I'm in a headspace now where, you know, I, I, I want to do this again, and I want to make a real go of it this time. And well, that's you know, interesting because
1: so you kind of almost because like, it does like, all the actors on here, obviously. I was saying um, to Harry Reid on his podcast that it's it's that thing of like no one normally gets back to you. So you're just left with like no confidence in the end. I mean, because you're not told what you're doing wrong or what you're no. doing right. And so you're kind of just in limbo the whole time, aren't you really?
0: Exactly. You, you, you're kind of in this no man's land. where you're like, look, I have this dream on one hand, but then obviously reality is, is, is there in your face. And you do have to, you know, you have to make a living. Everyone does. And it's, you know, it, it's difficult when you have that kind of desire and passion for something else. And that's always in the back of your head, just niggling away. And, you know, and then I was just, like I said, just fortunate enough to get back into the right headspace and be like, you know what, I've taken some time out now. And, I, you know, I really want to do, make, like, make a go of this. And, you know, the opportunity arose with Hollyoaks again um, to join this new family and, and you know, hit the ground running and just went from there really well. And really.
1: here we are. And before we move on to Hollyoaks, is there anyone... Mm-hmm when you were auditioning, is there anyone that's like, because my favourite story is Glynis who has been on, who, like, there was um, <laughs> yeah. the woman from the coffee adverts, I can't remember her name, Sharon something, was always at every audition would always get the job and Glynis would like, <laughs> arrive in the room and be like, oh, there she is. Uh, was there anyone like
0: that at yours? Um, n- no, no Nobody of, of note, to be honest. I remember, you know, you, you kind of just, this, you've got this camaraderie of these people that you see in these rooms and you're like, you're all there for the same thing. I mean, yes, the direct competition, but... You know, because I suppose the same, if they're
1: bro. looking for a particular type as well, it's like a room full of people that kind of are quite
0: similar to you. Yeah, I mean, but this is the thing when I when I went in for Ethan, I I was so sure I wasn't getting it. I was like, you know what, this, this isn't. I don't think this is my kind of role. You know, it was originally kind of pitched, and I remember taking the character and direction in the audition. Um, yeah, he, the, the scenes I was I was given were like this very nice guy kind of looking out for his sister type thing. These, these were the scenes I've read. Um, but I remember thinking, do you know what? I'll, I'll take this in a bit more of a toxic kind of route, you know, just to give the character a bit more of an edge here and, you know, give him a bit more well-roundedness. And, you know, what's he about? And I remember walking into that audition. It was Lucy at the time, Lucy Allen. Um, and I remember doing the doing the bit and afterwards, you know, oh, thank, thanks so much for coming in. I remember as I was walking out the door, um lucy went to me oh god um he's horrible isn't he this guy and i was like <laughs> yeah i was like yeah no i, I kind of got that from him and that was the kind of last i heard from her um and i then got the role a, a couple days or about a week later
1: well that's great you said that because i always say that taxes like really think about because uh there's so many different ways of playing a script you know what i mean and i yeah. always say one of my tips for auditioning is like try to think outside the box because everyone's most people are going to go with how they think it should be. Do you know what I mean? And actually, I mean, I know from Soap, often the actors that come in for audition, because, um, you know, like the writers will come up with a new character, you've got so-and-so joining, but often there's not that much. Sometimes there's huge amounts of thought going into the characters. And then sometimes it's like you're almost waiting for the actor to bring something to himself and you can really shape it yourself. So it's great. That's how you did it as well.
0: Yeah, and, he's, and I think that's what Hollyoaks do best really, you know, especially given Ethan, uh, uh, who he first came in as, you know, he was this, you know, kidnapper, kind of troubled, criminal kind of, you know, person. And the the kind of 180 the character's done now to, to where he is now is, he's completely different to when he first came in. And, and I think Hollyoaks, like I said, do that really great of giving the kind of act of, freedom with that to how they can and i guess folks in general is a, a how where you can kind of take that character is
1: great yeah well you have to as well in so don't you because otherwise you don't want the same kind of the same exactly. person been the same the whole time Look, but, so you first joined you, you said that, like you played jake who stole some laptops from the mcqueens i uh i read here so was that a couple of episodes you came in first play jake it was just the one actually it was just oh, the, okay um, you
0: know i, I remember gonna be more nerve-wracking can't it sometimes for actors just playing yeah, one I mean, episode so- because you're coming in, I was with um, James Sutton in that in those scenes. Oh, um, James, yeah. You know, and uh, it, it's nerve-wracking. These guys have been there for so many years. They're established characters. They love characters. And, and you, you go in kind of face-to-face with that. And you, you do just have to bring it. And especially where it's only a couple scenes, you've got to bring your A-game there. And you're coming into this world where, you know, soap actors I don't think get enough credit from what I've seen. No, not at um, all. But, That's you know, this podcast, learning- Yeah. You know they're learning these lines every single day, and the, and the turnaround is absolutely—it's—it's it's manic. And you know you come in and you, and you do these things, you go oh I don't, I don't know, and and these guys just do it like they day like day drinking out. water. It's—it's it's so easy, and it comes so naturally to them, you know.
1: And then, and, and us saying that, like, I've had, I work with some big actors that have come into soaps, you know, not uh, who've, who've only done single camera dramas and stuff. And like, they're like, oh, I never realized. So it is like the credit to soap actors is incredible because no one works as fast. And because if you're in a massive storyline for a couple yeah. of blocks, that means you're kind of, I mean, despite well, on Hollyoaks, when I was there, I think it was four units filming at once. How many units film at once still now? Yeah,
0: it's exactly the same. I think, I think it's four or five now, actually. Yeah, wow. Um, I mean, it's incredible, <laughs> incredible. You know.
1: I always remember there'd be um, you know like you'd be one side of the boat and there'd be another crew the other side of the boat and someone else inside <laughs> like James Sutton is needed in your block and the other block and he's like oh my yeah. god it's like yeah. yeah, it's amazing that it happened I mean what a team to make it work but it's, um, it's the, I mean, it's the most full on. So then obviously, so you played Jake, you came in for an episode. Then you, I read, I don't know if this is true, that you auditioned for another part completely then, um, Sam, which was Ethan's police officer
0: nephew. Yes, so it's true. So the, the lines I always got were all for Sam. It was all Sam. I mean, right, okay. Said, it was this very nice guy, you know, and I was like, he's got to have a bit of an edge to it. Right, so that's um, who you were, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then I remember the day before, I think a couple of days before we did the um, kind of like chemistry test and things like that, my agent rang me and you know she goes, "Listen, um, they're kind of considering you for the role of the the uncle, right?" And I was like, "Uncle?" And I was like, "Right, okay." <laughs> you and like, like, um, "Okay, what? Do I look really old?" Exactly. I was like, <laughs> uh, "Am I personally attacked right now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they were like, "Yeah, this, you know, this guy's got a bit more of a darker side about him, a bit more of an edge." And I thought, like, "Well, that does seem a bit more up my street." So. You know i'll go in and i'll give it a go and went in red um did a nice little screen test um and then yeah read for the uncle and then got got it based off of that and it, i remember reading the script and it is a lot more dark this guy was a bit more edgy a bit more you know of a kind of streetwise kind of hustler type guy um and yeah that's what happened and that's the evolution And it, i kind of went from sam to to, to ethan
1: yeah, amazing. Andrew. well, it sounds like a much meatier and a better part. And then obviously, well, let's talk about love interest. Do you know, I mean, I think I've got them all here. Let's start with, in order of love interest, uh, who yeah. was first? So I, th- I think
0: the the first love interest was Maya. Who um, you killed. I did. I did Accidentally, kill her, yeah. wasn't it? I think, yeah, it was it was purely accidental. And also, I mean, listen, she was trying to kill my niece at the time. Yeah. I was so... trying to... This is where you kind of see Ethan do this kind of U-turn and go, do you know what? My family is the most important thing to me in the world. And, you know, you have to see that side of the character pretty... I adorable. will actually kill anyone that goes in the way. Exactly, 100%. And, you know, he's, he's accidentally shot his girlfriend <laughs> at the time in the stomach. But to save his... At niece, Christmas, you know, at Christmas, poor family, know, poor family... Exactly. What a what a terrible, terrible event, you know. Maya's <laughs> family, uh, family is still lurking around, so you know, you could potentially see something like that come up in the future because obviously she came from a very big criminal family. Yeah. Uh, well anyway, she went, she's dead, who was next? <laughs> I think I, I want to say it was Leela next. Yeah. Lovely. Leela or Layla? Leela? Leela. Leela. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Leela next. Lovely. Yeah. Amazing. Lovely Leela. And it, I just think things kind of never worked out because Ethan's, you know, plan kind of unraveled itself in front of her. And she realized that he was actually a murderer. And this probably <laughs> is quite a big red flag. Uh, yeah
1: yeah probably yeah um yeah. it's not like it's worse than kind of not making the bed in the morning do you know what i mean
0: exactly yeah it's not that he like leaves his washing out it's that he's no, he's, killed, uh, his
1: killed his last <laughs> girlfriend at
0: christmas um yeah. and then after
1: leela it was obviously uh
0: yes the lovely anapathy with sienna
1: Sienna, yeah. who is incredible, one of my favorite actors. I think she was quite new when I joined, and I was blown away by her. And again, is it? It must be amazing to work, go in like because often you come in. I mean, I know you're part of a family and stuff, but to mm. go, suddenly have such big stuff with a really established character must be great. A because you know you're going to be used loads probably, and yeah. B just because well you're working with someone that's you know one of the forefront people of the show
0: yeah and, and do you know what it was and you know they kind of struck gold with ethan and sienna as well because not only like i said do i get to work with someone who's so well established and just incredibly incredibly talented in everything she does it's, it's it's great walking to a scene with her because we can just bounce ideas off each other we'll say like you know is this gonna work is that not gonna work and you come up with these beautiful scenes and you know obviously ethan and sienna turned into a real fan favorite in holly Oaks, which is absolutely great i mean, i know Fans are still messaging me now, being like, you oh, know, when are they going to get back together?
1: When are they going to get back yes, together? yeah, yeah. It's like um, what everyone wants, isn't it? Which is, it's great oh. when you get that kind of um attention, I suppose. And and well, because it's it's hard to, well, it's not hard, but there's you know relationships on screen sometimes don't mm. work. But when they do work, it's amazing, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's just pure fireworks. And this is what me and Anna have said. You know, is we're so lucky to work together. Like we we've become you know best friends in the process of this. You know, we're hanging out all the time and. Everything else, and, it, and it's so rare, I think, that you find two actors, you know, studio search miles and miles and, and far and wide to find two actors with such phenomenal chemistry on screen. And you can see that it really shines on screen when there's a real natural chemistry between the two of them. Um, and it's a, it's a lovely thing. And then getting to go to, you know, go to work and work with your best mate and just create magic is, you know, it's, it's the biggest privilege you can possibly have
1: it's so much. because can you imagine working with a leading lady or a leading man um mm. and just hating them and which there's a massive story, you know there's so many stories of people i know who worked on big yeah. shows with big couples who act oh it must be it just oh, i can't imagine why you want to go to work like that it must be awful mustn't it, it, it Exactly. must be like a system really... and
0: oh it just must be so
1: terrible it must be I know. <laughs> it must be, it makes my bum clenched i mean it must be awful <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've worked on sets. i worked on sets where, and I won't say which sets and which shows, but Ooh. where, you know, actors have literally despised each other and they're in scenes together and it's like the atmosphere in a line run is just horrendous. Oh, and you feel like a weird teacher. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like... You feel like a fight could break out at any second.
0: I know. It's just the tension is horrible. And like, I, I suppose for you as well, you're going to have to just, you're going to have to kind of be the referee in that,
1: you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I said, I did a scene once. I've told this a million times, so I'll say it really quickly, but the uh, way they're two actors and they weren't speaking because of how they were, they didn't agree how each other were acting it. So they were basically going, Lee, will you ask him if he's going to say it like this? No. And then, yeah. And then she would go, okay, you know, I will tell him I will say it like this. And I was like, is this actually happening? It's just playground stuff, isn't it? It's really, yeah, it's, it's mad. Too, you know? <laughs> I suppose we do work at a big playground, really, in TV. But then, we obviously, did. Sienna, then there's Dilly, who has been, um, you know, uh, revealed as Sienna's sister, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, obviously. So, and, uh, I mean, you know, because this is a podcast, obviously people might be listening to this in 2040. So, it, But what mm. it's we won't talk about where it goes, but it, it's set to get bigger and bigger, all of this stuff.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, this is what you know. Because you've had new great, bosses yeah.
1: come in, haven't you? And they've kind of done a U turn on quite a few things, so things have gone in a different yeah. direction. You were probably expecting.
0: Yeah. So, but the the original storyline there was, you know, that that wasn't even an option. Dilly being Sienna's sister, and then obviously Hannah and Angela have come in and absolutely turned it on its head, which is what it should be audiences shouldn't be expecting anything. There should be massive twists, And it, in true Hollywood fashion, they came in and went, look, this is what we're going to do with it. The original storyline was, um, you know, obviously Sienna would then run off and get the mansion. And she would kind of go down like a, a kind of a darker path. And it was up to Ethan to kind of save her. And, you know, Diddy was just kind of a footnote in that storyline. And, you know, everything blew up. Um, however, then Hannah and Angelo came in and they went, they sat us all down and they told us the new storyline. Like, look, we're thinking about, um, Rafe and Dilly are actually husband and wife. And, you know, it turns out Dilly in the end is Sienna's sister. And I remember just being like, my jaw being on the floor and being like, wow, oh my God, this is exactly what this storyline is needed. And what so, show's that's so it. exciting, isn't it? When you're told that as well, you must be like, oh my oh, it's God, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. And you just get so excited. And, you know, because it changes the whole dynamic of the acting, you know, it completely changes how you then go about a scene and everything like that. And it's just, it becomes really fresh and really, really new and just really exciting again. And and it's great. And they've they've done it so well. So, yeah, I don't think audiences are (laughs) expecting it at all. Um, I think that's the weird thing
1: with soap, isn't it? Because as an actor, normally outside of soap, you'd either do a stage show or you would do a drama where there's a beginning, middle and end. So you basically know how to map your character, whereas with a soap, you kind of have got to take it day by day, which I suppose is much more like life because you don't know where the end is.
0: No, you you never know where you're going. It, it's it's not as simple in soap as it's all right. It's point A, and then you get into point B, and then there's the big arc in the middle. It's it's point A, and then all of a sudden it goes to point G, and then point F, and then yeah. point Z, and you're like, wow, okay. So and it keeps you on your toes as an actor, and it, it's just it's the most exciting thing to be a part of, and I'm like, I'm just so grateful.
1: Which is your favorite set to film in in Hollyoaks? I mean, it's the maddest, it's the maddest. I was actually there just before Christmas because I was making another show and we were editing there. So I was, and it was, I I remember arriving in the car the first day and I'm like, oh, I can't remember if you go in the police station to get to reception (laughs) or whether you go in the court. It's like such a
0: bad place or the school. It took me at least a year to find my way around the building. It 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 nearly took me a
1: year to get out the first day because I had a part, I'd I'd (laughs) forgotten my part and I got locked in a school
0: corridor. Yeah, no, awful. Like one minute you're walking down a tall corridor, the next minute you're in a in a courtroom, and you're like, "Oh, okay, um, this is how this works." But yeah, I think mine. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a it's a new set. It's Race Mansion, and it is incredible. It's, oh wow! You know, you okay,
1: know. no, I haven't seen that. Is and that's it at, at, at the campus? Is it at the studios?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all there. So but it's all based around Arlie Hall, where, where they all shot. We shot there on location a few times now. You know, it's, it's where they film, like, Peaky Blinders and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, they, I know, Arlie. Amazing. Yeah. And they've replicated a, a nice little room of that, and they've put it on the set on the campus. And it's this beautiful, grand place. And you walk in, and you feel like you're on location. And, you know, whenever you're on there with, like, a new director, you kind of expect the same shot, because they want to get so many shots of the place, you know, because there's so much to see and, and do on that set. And it's just... It's great. It's, it's an unbelievable set.
1: Yeah, I remember the worst thing the work. Not the worst thing there is when you like everything is a shoot off. Like because I I I love in the car park. Yeah. They've got massive signs saying if you can see this, <laughs> you, you mustn't <laughs> see this. Basically, because everywhere yeah. it's kind of not well. Obviously, like normal safe. I mean, I remember going to Eastenders and being yeah. shocked there was no tube because obviously there's a tube running above, but actually there's no tube because it's in the middle of a housing estate in Boreham Wood. I was like, Oh wow. (laughs) The magic of television. The magic of television. Um, And so your arrival, do you remember your first ever line? I think this will be as
0: Ethan. I, I do remember my first ever line and it was, I come into a hotel room where I'm holding Darren hostage. And I think I throw a bag. On the bed, and I look at Darren and I show him that I got him some clothes, and I go, All right. And yes. Like,
1: well done, mate. I mean, you've gone into a lot more discussion. As a mate, I've got all right, Darren. So I didn't have any. Lovely. Any. Well done. That's amazing. Most people forget everything. I mean, I suppose it's not a really. Tricky line to uh to remember. Um and yeah, as you said, arrival was taking Darren Osborne hostage. Again, Ashley, mm. one of my favourite people. Oh, amazing. Goodness. Love that man. Um yeah. I saw him when I was there at Christmas. And that must be amazing. Again, working with uh him, you know, as your first oh, scenes.
0: It's incredible. I've been so lucky with everyone I've worked with in the show because they're just so incredibly talented. And and working with Ash is I'm like, <laughs> not saying there court.
1: isn't people that are like oh no, no, uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh everyone no, I got is... them. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. like, just because he's a legend in it, isn't it? I mean, it's weird. Hollyoats, all the other soaps have your kind of like, you know, your Doc Cottons or your old ones, But Hollyoaks, like, Darren is, <laughs> Ash is like the old one in Hollyoaks. Yeah,
0: it, you know, and, it, and it's great. And working with him, is like, it's just, it's a laugh every day. I mean, you know, Ash have this great, you know, connection that we have. And we know every time, and I think, you know, crews get a bit like, oh God, here they come. When, they're both, <laughs> when we're both on set together, because all of a sudden there'll be so much improv you know in the scene and it's just me and him just kind of going back and forth with each other just coming up with wait just ways to kind of lighten up the scene and you know keep the audience just laughing and happy and it's just you know to learn from someone like him as well is absolutely incredible like the advice he gave me when when i first came in just to help me kind of settle was, was you know it's, it's invaluable
1: have you heard his songs that he did when he was in his pop band
0: he showed i think he has shown me a couple. we played of them, them on <laughs> here
1: when he was on i played them all i mean it- yeah it's just so funny watching the pop videos. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. that is you in a cheesy, <laughs> really cheesy pop band. Pilarious. I think
0: we need to get him in a boy band, I think. Yeah, I think yeah,
1: this well, is a mixed band, I think, girls and boys. And he had the worst yeah. outfit. Well, he had the worst outfits as Darren when he first came in. Um, yeah. But yeah, enough of him. Anyway, he's had his own episode. You can listen to that. Uh, so your character, tipped, I mean, loads of heavy storylines, supplying drugs, laundered money. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, how much research do you do? Into, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's a joke but they're, they're yeah. heavy, it's quite, um, it's a mantle to take on, isn't it, when you're doing mm. heavy stuff because you want to get it right. Yeah, no. 100%. And you know, the reaction is going to be massive
0: as well. Yeah, you want to, you want to serve the story as, as best you can and obviously doing those things, especially, you know, going back to, you know, Ethan killing Maya and kind of trying to find, a, you know, researching how that affects someone. I was you know research kind of, you know people like accidentally you know killing someone and it's, it's difficult because obviously in soap world as well you kind of you play that part for about a week and then all of a sudden yes, you, you, you're you over know, it yeah you're this happy-go-lucky guy and you're like well, I'll be an <laughs> yeah. girlfriend, obviously you know um but it's harder, and, and those days and i always say this is you have those lovely days we come in and you do all this lovely comedy stuff or all these just normal days but then you come in and you do these night shoots where you have to really get yourself into a mindset and take yourself to kind of a really dark place. It's so mentally taxing that when you get home, you just kind of, you just have to kind of sit with yourself and just let it go because, you know, otherwise you just, at the end of the day, you're going into work pretending to be someone else.
1: Yeah. That's the thing though, isn't it? If you are doing those days, it's guaranteed you're probably doing another day the next day. You have to come home and then learn everything for the next day as well.
0: Yeah. I think it's a real talent being able to kind of go in deliver those lines with intention and everything behind them and being in that mindset and then being Forget able it. to just let go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forget yeah. it. Let go. And then on to the next day. And it's, yeah, it's a real... It's, have you done you know, Have it's, you it's, done any theatre yet? Um, I haven't. I haven't done any theatre, but it absolutely terrifies me theatre. Does it? Yeah.
1: Well, just because it's such a different it. thing, isn't it? That that's the weird... I suppose, you know, people on here that have done loads of theatre, sp- everyone says the best thing is obviously the instant feedback. And also you can change... Yeah. The performance based on the audience reaction i suppose but that's i suppose the nice yeah. thing is you have this script for like months it's it'll be when you get to it, it'll it be such a weird trans like that like you said having 15 scenes a day that just go in the bin at the end of the day uh in your yeah. brain and then but then you have a script that you basically are performing for six months or whatever mm. it's such a
0: different thing isn't it It's so mad you learn yeah you learn it inside and out back to front and then You know, then that's you. You go on stage and you perform and you do it. I remember doing certain like theater productions in college, right? So I was nowhere near the scale of actual proper theater. And I remember going on, and I I always feel like I kind of black out when I do it. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just there, you do it, and then all of a sudden you're off stage and you're like, you're like, what was this? I do well, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Is that okay? Whereas you've got the lovely privilege of being able to do multiple takes in in, in TV, and uh, you know, especially with Hollyoaks, you, sometimes you'll get an amend, you know, an amend to a script the night before, like certain line tweaks and things like that, and it changes the night before, so you have to relearn that. Get back into a completely different mindset, and then go go to work the next. How time do, do you it.
1: how do you learn your lines? Have you got like a a little uh, tip of how you do? It? Do you record it? Do you cover the lines up?
0: Do you know what I do? I and this has always kind of been my method uh, since the early days. Is I I listen to a lot of music when I'm learning my lines. But oh, I, okay. I try At the to, same time, I, yeah, I try to find music that kind of fits the scene because I find that helps me drop into it a lot better. Um, and then you know, you know, music that fits the emotion of the scene, and then I'll learn it that way. But but I have this thing where I want every performance I do to be as natural as possible. So I have a habit. And a lot of people might disagree. I, I know a lot of actors obviously learn kind of like the end sentence or the end word of the other characters' line in the thing. But I, I won't do that because I like to react to it on day to get the most natural reaction I can possibly get, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and what about crying? On Have you had to do any crying scenes? Are you a, are you a oh, natural... I always say again on this Bianca, uh, B- Bianca, Patsy Palmer in EastEnders was just the most. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. She could be having, we'd be having such a laugh, and then you'd be cool action and like she could be the most devastating performance. Whereas I know other actors oh, have really. to go off set for you know, yeah. 10 minutes. What are you, how's your yeah. crying?
0: Uh, <laughs> I've had to do a lot of crying in Hollyoaks. And, you know, yeah, especially when I, you know, kill my girlfriend and you have to get in that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God you cried. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd be hard yeah. when you. When you go through breakups and things like this, and sometimes I find it, you know, I'm going to be completely transparent here, like super, super easy to, you're really feeling that moment. We did a scene, me and Anna, where we broke up in the loft and the tears were just flowing. It was absolutely great. And the same with killing Maya. Um, but then there are other times when you go, you know, what? I, ca- I can't find that emotion. I'm going to need that lift. And luckily in the, the magic of film, you've got the lovely little tear sticks that you can just apply. Yes, under your of head. course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is no disrespect no um, to use a tear stick. Exactly, and so you know, I've been known to use some tear sticks, and sometimes. But when I'm really in the moment, I'm really in a scene. They they do flow, and it's and it's great. I think because... we should
1: all carry a tear stick around in real life because it can be really useful. It's do amazing. you know what I mean? If you if you want to get kind of you know when you're complaining about something, get the tear stick out so you're yeah. crying. You might we might fall you know, a lot further in life.
0: You want an early day at work? Carry get tear the tear stick. stick out. Go into your boss. You're t- you're crying. They're not going to question it. They might question why it stinks of menthol, but you know it's
1: fine. And what's the dream? Like, what would you love to do? Obviously, you know, we're not saying you're going to leave Hollyoaks anytime soon. Mm. So, what's the dream? Do you want to do theatre? Do you want to do more TV? Uh, I mean, like you said, I mean, theatre scares me to death. Yeah. Singing scares me to death. Can you, oh, I saw Celine Dion at Hyde Park the other year, and I was like, can you imagine coming out to Hyde Park oh, on man. The
0: phone? It's it, incredible, and I've got so much respect for those people. But, yeah, I just think, I, I think I'll think i continue in the vein of TV. You know, I, I love the medium of it all. And at, at some point, you know, I, pro- I probably will do theatre. But the dream, I guess, is just continue in the TV world, you know, grow as I man. You've to got to do panto.
1: At least you've got to do a panto.
0: I'd happily do a panto. Yeah. I think there's it would no, be there's so no so shame fun. in doing a panto. No, I think it'd be an incredible experience. And, again, like I said, I, maybe that's my way into theatre. Yeah, and you get paid (laughs) for it and you get loads of money. It's great. Exactly, it's perfect. It's the best of both
1: And And you kind of, although you have to work over Christmas, but that's not that bad either because Christmas can be a bit, you know, like elongated, can't it? So it's like, although my mates who've done it from soap, I mean, some days they've done three shows a day, which is like, that's insane. I mean, when you watch, yeah, yeah. That Workload is a lot, so this is what that I mean. Is and it's quite just, a lot of workload, uh, right. So, and then awards quickly. We'll talk about awards. Obviously, you got nominated. Yeah. I don't know whether I've got, whether you've been nominated for more now, mate. I might have got it wrong, but you were nominated Ooh. for newcomer and then best yeah. in partnership. Um, any more? Uh, what yeah. was that? Nice, being. I mean, awards are awards as we know, oh, but nice being nominated.
0: It's absolutely lovely. This is what I mean, and I, and I think for me, Obviously I'm better to win, but still, yeah, not. of course. I mean, it's just, it's great. I think I was nominated in my first year. I was really, really privileged to get a fair few nominations with, you know, newcomer and things like that. And it's great. And to me, to just be kind of acknowledged for your work and even just get the nomination in the first place is incredible. And it's the fans that do that. You know, it's the fans that give you all the feedback. And it's its such a lovely, lovely feeling. And then, you know, to get nominated for newcomer in your first year was—it was, it was unbelievable. And then to follow that up with, you know, working with Anna and get better partnership was it, it's just great it's just the icing on the cake really isn't it you yeah know, that's so like jack
1: and vera territory from cory that's great the partnership one and the fans must be because the fans must be re- i mean great fans for because it's a young show yeah. young audience so you must have a lot of reaction all the time from fans on social media and stuff
0: yeah i i really do and i'm so grateful for those fans because they're so nice they're so lovely and they're so positive and i'd love to you know base my performances around fan feedback because you know at the end of the day this is why we do it we do the show for them and they're the ones who keep the show afloat and and buoyed and it's just you know i I try and base all my performances off of feedback i get from those guys and this is what i'm saying with when it comes back to the ethan and sienna stuff you know they're they're crying out for it and they're loving it and i just try and give them what they want you know it's, it's that live feedback and that's how i'll continue doing it and have you seen any change
1: since it's just gone to E4? I mean, I think it's the way T. I mean, a TV is in a desperate yeah. place at the moment because, um, yeah. you know, there's nothing being commissioned. It's, uh, I think it's just because the whole landscape is changing. Everything is going digital, so Hollyoaks is kind of quite yeah. leading the way in a way, doing it
0: first. Exactly, and this is what I love about Hollyoaks because they're they're taking that step, they're taking the risk, and you know, so far it's paid off. I know the viewing figures are, are up recently, which is absolutely phenomenal. And I, I just think that is the way that TV is going. When you look at streaming services, you've got, you know, your Netflix, your Disney classes, your Amazons. That's where everyone is watching their TV. So to then take that leap and then venture into kind of unknown territory for soap is phenomenal. And you, and you see neighbors now going on to Amazon with, you know, freebie and everything like that. It's I, I think that is the next step for soap.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I do as well. Yeah um i directed guy pierce's neighbors last year by the way for amazon oh, love yeah, that. i know that was pretty insane uh, yeah days with him but um what was i going to say i've completely lost my train of thought now um guy pierce's fault you know i know i've just talked to guy <laughs> pierce and lost my train of thought let's uh right we d- end with an instagram check i've gone through your instagram so uh explain these pictures so quite a few guitar pictures you uh you're a bit of a whiz on the guitar
0: yeah, so my parents, uh, when we were younger, got me and my brothers kind of into guitar and I've got a real, real obsession. I don't know, obviously just probably my dad's American influence with, I've got a serious obsession with country music and I, I play a lot of country and sing a lot of country.
1: Oh, do you? Because uh, there's a guy, what's his name, who left He's who's, who's living out there now doing um, country music.
0: Yeah, it's, um, I think Anna was telling me about me, it's Callum Kerr.
1: Yeah, that's who, it. Uh, yeah, played, yeah, who played too. James Boy- James Sutton's boyfriend in it, who was insane yeah. i think he was a bit of a baddie as well uh yeah he, he's he got the most amazing country voice oh, so you've got a bit of a banging country voice of you
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's banging or anything like that but you know it's something i do in my spare time and i just you know it's just a hobby for me i just enjoy i love it someone guitar. with
1: a guitar i love it like if you're you know having a few drinks and someone gets guitar out it's brilliant yeah, I love it.
0: yeah <laughs> until they start playing like wonderwall and then and then you know yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah that's basically my my parties. uh skateboard as well bit of a skateboarder yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm into a lot of board sports so i do a lot of um skating a lot of snowboarding um and anything kind of board related to be honest but yeah I, I did do you do love you my, a lot of my surfing sport. in australia then right people always say this and i don't be really judged for it but i didn't i didn't go what? to surf camp i thought i know it's ridiculous and I, I really really into boarding sports and you went to <laughs> australia you didn't surf. i know i keep um pestering uh Anna and Kyle uh Kyle being Anna's partner to just yeah, I need you to teach me how to surf because I want to surf <laughs> and, yeah because you surely yeah. will be good at it I, I hope so I mean I imagine I'm gonna because snowboarding is really hard I tried to snowboard literally was disastrous yeah oh no I love it oh, I absolutely love it like it's, it's one of my favorite types of holidays just getting out there and just hitting a mountain and just cruising down it's just the best it's the most oh, freeing
1: me. thing it's like the worst like the idea of just being in snow all the time is like oh I'd rather be on the beach <laughs> uh, quite <a> few, talking <laughs> of the beach quite a few coastal pics on
0: your Instagram love, yeah. sea lover I am an absolute water baby yes oh, I yeah. am Like I, I, I bloody love it and then obviously being in Australia as well and everything having the world's best beaches at your disposal was just Incre- the most incredible experience that I have been known to just kind of lay on the beach and do nothing. Although, so, yeah. when I
1: went to Australia, I was quite disappointed by Bondi Beach in Sydney. It was much smaller than I thought it was. And not like that, I went to amazing beaches, but that one was, yeah. was terrible, I thought.
0: It's smaller and it's a lot
1: busier than people think. Yeah. So like kind busy. of like, this is Bondi Beach, kind of like somewhere in Tenerife.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, With what? I've come then, 24 hours for this. I know. What you got to do is you got to just jump on the little walk that they have there, the Bondi Coogee Walk, and then head over that way. And then you're laughing because the oh, beach is on that
1: walk. We sat in that big bar above it with a swimming pool and just drunk. So that was there. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Footy Kit for Supporting Charities FC, which I know loads of yeah. stuff to do. That must be. Are you, are you uh, good or do you just do it to kind of help out? <laughs>
0: I, well, I, I like to think I'm good, but my my teammates will probably tell you different. But um, yeah, no, I, I love my football as well, and, and you know, being, you know, I've got to play in some incredible stadiums because of you know,
1: yeah. So, Maxi, being like a being a celeb in or an actor a celeb in these things is quite good because you get to do stuff like that, which not only is helping charity um, yes. and it's supporting charities FC, but also uh, you get to go to all these amazing places. Where have you played?
0: Well, what got- stadiums have you played? You know, the biggest one I played in was um, St. Mary's, so Southampton Stadium. And I remember I'm a massive Beckham fan. Like, I idolised him as a kid. And I remember thinking, I've now just scored on the ground. But Beckham's (laughs) also scored. And I'm like, this is the most surreal experience of my life. And I was assisted by, like, James Arthur. And I was like, this is amazing, surreal. (laughs) That
1: is so surreal. Life can be so surreal. Right, okay, we are ending with either or. Um, So quick fire questions, just one or the other. Tea or Coffee. Coffee. Uh, speedos or shorts? Shorts. Sun or snow?
0: Hard one for Ooh, you. Uh, sun. sun. Uh, EastEnders or Corrie? EastEnders, you know, being a London boy, so yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and then which one next? Okay, Strictly or Dancing on Ice? Probably which one would you rather do? Ooh, Strictly, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. And the M one is a tough one. Sienna or Darren? Oh, God. I know. <laughs> oh, you know, is it... I wasn't going to, say, I was going to say what I was going to say then.
0: I'm a lot more scared of apathy than I am, Ashley. So you and have to say so. Sienna. I'm going to say Sienna, yeah. 100%. Yeah, he's
1: not going to mind. Just flash out his pop video if he minds, do you know I mean? And then I'll shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, it's been amazing to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to see what you get up to, and as everyone else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, say hi to Anna and to Ash
0: and everyone there, and uh, speak to you soon. Mate, thank you so much. I'll give them my love and then, yeah, thank you so much.
1: so much to Matthew James Bailey my first guest on season six of Soap from the Box enjoy Hollyoaks and all what is to come with his storyline remember there are over 70 episodes to listen to right now of Soap from the Box you'll probably need a break from me but when you've had a coffee or when you've had a glass of wine stick another one on and get listening to all five seasons that have been on so far I'll be back same time same place next week with another massive soap star have a good week